Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and you can follow me on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. Today's been one of those days for me. It has been hectic, hectic, hectic. I've been working really, 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 really hard and haven't really gotten a lot done. I haven't been joking around. Just one of those days. You climb the mountain, climb, climb, climb. Still can't get to the top. But I'm feeling a little bit of a peak right now, so let's get going soon with the Joe Rose Show, talking to Armando Salgura. They're going to be getting into some Dolphins and also the AFC East. Dan Lebetard Show! You've got an affinity for animals, you've got an affinity for Ron McGill. He's going to be joining them. Then Hawk and Crowder, they're on vacation, but Dono and Solana, they brought in Jay Fig and myself to do a little... Cheers to chinky, 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 chinky. Right now, though, let's get in to those headlines. The NBA is expected to paint Black Lives Matter on the sidelines when the season restarts in Orlando. The Heat play August 1st at 1 p.m. against Denver. Marlins pitchers Max Meyer and Nick Vincent have been signed to the team's 60-man pool. Meyer was the third overall pick in this year's Major League Baseball draft, while Vincent is an eight-year veteran. Despite two players testing positive for coronavirus, the MLS's back tournament is scheduled to start next week. The Nets, DeAndre Jordan and Spencer Dinwiddie, have tested positive for COVID-19. Jordan will sit out the restart while Dinwiddie remains undecided. Rockies outfielder Ian Desmond will not play this season, citing health risks. Desmond would make over $5.5 million if he were to play in the shortened 60-game season. The University of Arizona has halted plans to bring athletes back on campus due to a spike in coronavirus. Those already on campus await a decision on whether or not they can continue to work out. Damian Lillard will be one of the three players featured on the cover of NBA 2K21. The other two will be announced over the next two days, and the game will be released in October. And now... Told you, it's been a hectic, crazy day, and I haven't gotten much done, so I think I deserve this, and so do you. Let's step into the day spa. $300,000 worth of cheese was recently saved from spoiling after being featured on a food waste app. I'll take all the blue cheese, please. An Idaho man broke a world record when he took 92 wet sponges to the face in one minute. Man, this quarantine's gotten out of hand. 
Turkmenistan's leader has penned a poem in ode to wheat and the people who grow it. I'd do the same for beer, but I'm too drunk right now. A bride-to-be has demoted her 14-year-old sister from a bridesmaid to just being in the wedding party due to the fact that the younger sister's breast looked too big in her dress. Get ready, future husband, for years of insecurity. Years of insecurity. Now on the weather. Tonight's forecast, cloudy with temperatures in the mid-80s. When you wake up in the morning, you say, hey, Joe, to Joe Rose. The Joe Rose Show on from 5 to 10. Earlier, he was joined by Armando Salguero talking about how to be a Dolphins fan. 100 ways on how to be a Dolphins fan at that. Cam the man, practice can be a predictor. Rosen's state of mind. And of course, the man, the myth, the legend. They touch on Bill Arnsbarger. 100 things Dolphin fans should know and do before they die. The forward is by Jason Taylor. You can pre-order that. But we're going to talk to him about a lot of other stuff as well, not just the book. Uh, Armando Salgari going to join us right now. Armando, thanks as always for the time, my man. Wow, Zach. Nice plug. <laughs> Thank you very I like much. That. I feel I feel properly greased up this morning now. That's right, right. Now get him, Joe. Get him. Yeah, so how long does it take to write a book? <laughs> How long did that thing take well, to write? It took me all of last summer, uh, the entire summer. Basically, uh, you know, I think I should have probably done it this summer. It would have been better because <laughs> I was there was nowhere to go anyway. It took the entire last summer talking to a lot of people, researching a lot of material, and it really goes from the minute that the Dolphins were basically a little embryo of a franchise in the head of Joe Robbie and Danny Thomas, all the way to the drafting of Tua Tungavailoa. Wow. You able to get some good, fresh stories out of it? Like, because there's been so much talked about through a lot of the teams. Do you get some good scoops on, on stuff? And were you able, did, was everybody pretty good about giving you information? Or, or how how's that go? The, the history of the Dolphins, Joe, has been... Uh, the highest highs and some of the lower lows. Uh, I can't tell you that Cam Cameron or Joe Philbin uh, were interested in sharing very much. <laughs> but the guys from the 72 team, the guys from the Marino era, uh, and even, you know, the defensive guys after the Marino era, they were all uh, very great uh, and very gracious. Well, let's jump into the big story yesterday because there was only one, and it is the new quarterback for the New England Patriots, Cam Newton. Were you surprised, or did you expect it after hearing so much about how good Jared Stidham was and he was going to be the next Tom Brady? What do you think? Well, you never are surprised with Bill Belichick. Obviously, I'm surprised that Cam Newton uh, saw himself as having only one opportunity in, in the entire NFL. You know, it's funny, Joe. We get a lot of people saying, well, why isn't Colin Kaepernick in the NFL? Why isn't Colin Kaepernick in the NFL? Meanwhile, Cam Newton, who's been MVP, took his team to the Super Bowl and was playing last year, uh, only hurt. He was unemployed, and you wonder, well, why isn't anybody mentioning him? Obviously, uh, the reason he wasn't unemployed is he wasn't healthy yet, and he wanted a lot of money. He's healthy now. He's not getting a lot of money, but he's signing to the point where if he plays well this year, next year he's going to get a huge, huge contract 
from someone if not the New England Patriots. This is Belichick at his best, isn't it? Just uh, come show me and uh, either can work out here or you you can get your, just like so many other guys, go get paid somewhere else. Just Belichick at his best. And and they've done that with player after player after player after player. And not just players that he brings in, by the way. He does it with players that he drafts. He drafts players or signs them after they've been cut somewhere else, like Kyle Van Noy. They play very well for him. Go into free agency. The the Patriots obviously were in a situation with uh, a lot of their stars on the roster, uh, prohibiting them from spending a lot of cap money. They just let those guys play well for one year or two years, and then they're off and they're gone. And they're more than happy to keep replacing those type of guys. And I'm going to be honest with you, Joe. I thought for a very long time that the reason he was able to do this is because people wanted to come and play with Tom Brady. And they wanted to come and play for a chance to win a ring. Really, Cam Newton is the first guy that they add that is post-Tom Brady. And yet, it's still happening. He's coming on the cheap. He's coming to win a ring. And it's still a chance to prove yourself and then make money afterward with probably someone else. Armando, if this sounds very piggish, we've talked about this on the show for the last couple of weeks when we see videos come out from quarterbacks like Tom Brady or Russell Wilson or Drew Brees or Haskins or, or any of these guys that have these videos working out with other wide receivers. Is it piggish that I want to see a Tua one or a Ryan Fitzpatrick one with the wide receivers from the, the Dolphins team? I want to kind of see them working out. I know we're in a pandemic and I'm not trying to make light of the pandemic at all, but I do, I, I do, I kind of want to see a video with these guys working out, knowing that they're working out. Is that piggish of us or do you want to see the same? You, you're the guy at the uh, Thanksgiving Day table that puts the turkey right in front of them and says, come get some if you can, because right, I've right. got this leg and that leg and the breast, too. I, I'm, I'll be honest with you, Zach. I just want to have a training camp. Right. <laughs> I just right. want to have be able to see a practice because we are, I guess, almost 30 days away from that. Things need to get better in a hurry for us to see a normal-type training camp. In fact, I don't think it's going to be a normal type of training camp. I don't think that folks are going to be probably allowed to come out to the Dolphins-Davy facility to watch them practice. I hope that the media will be. I don't know that either, though. And so I would settle for, let's see these guys practice. And Because when you see Tua practice, We'll know fairly quickly if he has it or not. Saw Josh Rosen practice last year, and it was like, okay, that's okay. (laughs) Uh, And I think Joe, better than anybody, that first week of Dan Marino practices, everyone knew. People got it. There was something special there. So we'll know pretty quickly if there's something special coming. Well, worse than that, David Woodley, who was my roommate at the time, goes, "Uh uh-oh. This is not good right now. That guy throwing the ball, he, he's going to be out here. And said, no, nobody does that. We're, we're in trouble. Hey, uh, speaking of Josh Rosen, help me out. I, I, I love this. It's got so many parts to it. Third year, 23 years old. And no matter how you want to put it, coronavirus, potential injury, whatever, he comes back from Los Angeles as a third-string quarterback. Maybe moves up to second-string quarterback. But if everybody gets hurt or gets sick with the coronavirus, Hey, Josh, we want to keep you around. You can be the starting quarterback. How is that sitting with him right now? Do we have any idea what he is saying? 
we don't know what he is saying because he's played it close to the vest. He's got to because he can't come off as the unhappy guy that, you know, isn't isn't getting a chance or complains about anything. You know that when he was when he came from Arizona, he never came out and said it, but there were underlying comments where he suggested that, you know, the offensive line wasn't that good that he played behind. And he never said uh, the same thing about the Dolphins' offensive line uh, last year, although that was bad for much of the year as well. The fact of the matter is the complaining, that's one of the things that, and the setting other people up for it's their fault, not mine, or, you know, this is my fourth offensive coordinator, or stuff like that. All of that stuff is true, Joe, but if Josh Rosen says it, he's the bad guy. And rightfully so, because other people now we have seen have stepped into the same situation. Uh, Kyler Murray in Arizona, Ryan Fitzpatrick last year in Miami. And in the same kind of situation that what Josh Rosen failed in, they succeeded in. And that, does, that speaks very well of those guys that succeeded in those tough situations, but is also saying something about Josh Rosen. You think he's the third quarterback when this is, say, if we get this season in, by the end of the year, he's still here? I would not be surprised, depending on what happens elsewhere, if he is traded. Uh, now, here, here's the deal I wanted to ask. If we weren't in a uh, situation like we are with, obviously, the pandemic going on, would, would Josh Rosen make, like, would he make the team? you think that they would keep him around? Because I know they're going to do it, or, or they might do it, because of the fact that you don't want to get a, a quarterback room or, or a quarterback that gets, you know, possibly this coronavirus. But if we weren't, even with the money being, you know, very Dolphin-friendly uh, for the next year or two, do you think Josh Rosen would still be on this team with Tua here? No, I just said no. I mean, I, right. I, 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 look, it makes sense to keep him around, but right. the Dolphins, there's no untouchable Josh Rosen chapter in my book. It is a commodity, and uh, if someone wants to pay, you know, market value for him, I think that the Dolphins would very much consider that after the preseason, after he shows what he can do, whatever amount of preseason he plays or there is. Right. But I have to tell you, the Dolphins paid a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick for Josh Rosen. Right, right. Forget about the idea of them getting that kind of, uh, you know, resources back in any Rosen trade. Well, Josh what would Rosen, market value be for Josh Rosen? Well, what do you think yeah, the market a, value is? That's right. a, yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. Exactly. It's what anyone would pay. I thought right. the Dolphins overpaid when they gave up a second rounder for him last year. I don't think anyone's going to overpay after he's now failed at two spots to be playing like a top 10 first round pick that he was. If you're getting a fourth rounder for Josh Rosen, you're getting a lot. Armando, we got a lot of, lot of stuff. Gosh, we're running out of time here. I do want to mention Bill Arnsbarger, uh, who, who got a, a nice award from the National Football League, the Dr. Z Award. Uh, I've always felt like this. Uh, the biggest name probably doesn't get enough credit because he was an assistant coach a defensive coordinator for how good and how important he was to this franchise in the 70s and 80s. What did you think when you followed Bill Arnsbarger a little bit? What did you think? I would say to you that, look, Bill Belichick won a lot of championships and he did it with New England. But before he did that, he very much helped the New York Giants to be they were 
and get Bill Parcells where he was. Well, before there was a Bill Belichick with the New York Giants, there was Bill Arnsbarger with the Miami Dolphins. That guy had the total control of the defense because Shula mostly stayed away from defense. When he had control of that defense, he was a defensive assistant in the NFL 21 years. His defense was top five, 15 of those 21 years in fewest points allowed, which is the most you know, important stat. And in five of those years, they were the number one defense. So that tells you all you have to know about the excellence of Bill Arnsbarger. My only regret with Arnsbarger is that when he came back to the NFL, he wasn't hired back by the Dolphins in the early 90s. The Dolphins had Tom Olivadotti at the time. Uh, he went to San Diego, and they went to the Super Bowl. You know, that's a, that's a great point. And wow. Bill, Bill wasn't a big fan of mine, Bill Olivadotti. That wasn't great. And he took, he took some heat there. That, that, I forgot about that. That's a, that's a great story. Well, listen, Armando, it's been great having you, man. Really appreciate it. You want, you want to plug that book, though? real quickly we do allow that no i appreciate that joe it's 100 things dolphins fans should know and do before they die that's 100 chapters of dolphins history it's got some fun stories in there it's got some new stories in there and it also has some you know information of things that you can do as a dolphins fan to immerse yourself in the the great history of the team Ooh, that sounds like a good read right there. But getting back to Bill Arnsbarger, he was actually the coach at LSU when I was a wee one, a little baby. And I remember LSU was just killer with Arnsbarger at the helm. Then he left and they... But back on top again, LSU national champs, Coach O, hey, go, we got this, man, we're going to be okay. But Bill Arnsbarger, man, how deserving is that guy what he did with the Dolphins what he did with LSU what he did with the Chargers just what he did with any defense he put his hands on mm, 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 mm. congratulations for his recent award up next got to congratulate Ron McGill simply because he knows everything about animals he's going to join the Dan Lebitard show here on the best of the Joe show Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, oftentimes confused with the lead singer of Jane's Addiction, Perry Farrell. Seriously, we look a lot alike. In fact, years ago, I interviewed him, and afterwards, there were people at the radio station that I worked at that said, it's so nice that you brought your dad by the radio station and interviewed him on the radio. And I said, it's not my dad, that's Perry Farrell, but... Appreciate the compliment. Maybe he is my dad. I don't know. Oh, man. One of my heroes and one of my top all-time favorite bands, Jane's Addiction. Top three right there. Anytime, anywhere, any day. I can throw on some ritual, de lo habitual, nothing shocking, anything like that, and just rock out to some Jane's Addiction. Of course, Middays, you can rock out to the Dan Levitard Show. They're on from 10 to 1 right here on 560 The Joe. And earlier today, we were treated by Zoo Miami's Ron McGill talking about purposes have a porpoise. Pitbull versus a tiger. Who would win the fight? Sea lions, are they dangerous? 
and golfing animals. What is the most amazing thing, Ron, and thank you for joining us, that you've heard of a porpoise or a pod of porpoises or a dolphin uh, or a, a, a pod of dolphin doing? Well, uh, actually, the story that uh, Stu guys just mentioned, that uh, the group of dolphins rescued Dick Van Dyke. Is that true? Uh, yeah. A pod of porpoises did. <laughs> a pod of porpoises. Not uh, Put it on the poll, Guillermo. Do you know the difference between a porpoise and a dolphin? There really is no difference in the sense that, uh, you know, a bottlenose dolphin is probably a porpoise. It depends, except that, uh, you know, we tend to use the, the term dolphin for the mahi-mahi, which is the food that we eat. You know, I remember people coming in. When I first moved to Florida, I went to that restaurant, and it said dolphin on the menu, and I went, what? They're eating flipper? This is disgusting. I'm out of here. It's a different fish. No, I'm serious. I know. I know. Thank you. Uh, but anyway, I have, I've heard, I've heard, I have heard of several instances. You know, there's that, that story with uh, Elion that supposedly dolphins helped him out there. Uh, in the ocean. Uh, so, uh, you know, th- there are several stories, several sailors, several people that have been uh, stranded at sea that say they were they were rescued by a dolphin, they were helped by a dolphin, was able to ride the dorsal fin towards the shore. So I don't I don't disbelieve that at all. I think dolphins are incredibly intelligent. We've gone this over many times on this show. I think they're more intelligent than maybe some people I know. And there's a lot more we need to learn about them. And I think they're also compassionate animals. Uh, Chris, what did you have for Ron McGill of Zoo Miami? Ron, how many pit bulls would it take to take out a full-grown Siberian tiger? Wow. That's a good one. That's a, that would be tough. I would say minimum a dozen, and they'd have to be well-trained pit bulls. I mean, these pit bulls would have to be in tip-top shape and, and know what they're doing. Um, but it would take a minimum of a dozen, and uh, that would be, you know, it still would be a coin toss. John, you're on with Ron McGill of Zoo Miami. Go ahead, John. Hey, Ron, I was just wondering if uh, animals' arms or legs ever fall asleep like humans do and what kind of reaction they might have if that happens. <laughs> That's a good question, and yes, they do. I have seen that happen a couple of times. I actually used to see it with my dog. He'd sleep on a funky way on his leg. He'd get up, he'd start moving, and he'd almost fall down, and then his leg would come back to life, and he'd kind of get it going again. So, yes, I mean, it's obviously uh, possible that it happens to animals for the same reason it happens to people. If you sleep on it the wrong way or it goes numb the wrong way, um, it does happen to animals. They react, you know, a little bit of surprise at first, but they adapt very very quickly and as soon as the circulation comes back they're back to normal pretty quickly it's a good question though because if you lose your legs really? in the animal kingdom you'd be terrified i've always wondered uh for example the first people who saw lightning what they made of that because without any information like, <laughs> <laughs> i'm warm with all kinds of information i'm terrified i know but you know what i'm saying like imagine an animal a dog just wakes up and was just sleeping it's like oh no my legs don't work and things hunt me like that's a horrifying that's so much worse than us going through it and having a mind that understands what it means for your leg to fall asleep. It's actually kind of funny because, uh, I mean, like I said, when I saw my dog do it, he'd get up and kind of freak out and fall, and then he'd get right up and start shaking his leg right away. So he knows to get the circulation back in there, and he was fine. Um, you know, but again, uh, it, it would be horrifying for an animal if he doesn't think it's going to go away. But fortunately, as you know with most people, once your arms are asleep, you start shaking around, it wakes up pretty quickly, and animals uh, tend to respond fairly quickly. <laughs> Donovan, Donovan, you're on with Ron McGill of Zoom Miami. Seriously, you still got to think about that. You're walking along, you're primitive, you don't, you know, you're just looking for something to eat and maybe you hey, I stumbled upon a coconut and oh my god lightning <laughs> lightning what is that what are, I don't even know what the name for it is because but, I but listen Dan it would be worse not just the lightning if the lightning is close to you you know the sound that that makes well that's I mean, the other I thing think, oh so imagine that Stugatz, imagine that you're just walking around as primitive man and lightning strikes and you're like whoa that was scary and then the, the heavens just start making noise <laughs> this is it you have to say to yourself this is it we're done <laughs> 
Donovan, you're on with Ron McGill of Zoo Miami. Go ahead, Donovan. Uh, based on hunting strategy and hunting tactics, who will be a better defensive coordinator, an uh, African wild dog or a wolf? You know what? Uh, six, one half dozen, the other. I'm going to go with both of them. I think uh, defensively, I would have to go with the wolves because the wolves are bigger and stronger. But their, their tactics, their planning, their strategies are very similar. But being bigger and stronger, I'd want to have the wolf defensive team. Roy, what do you have for Ron McGill of Zoo Miami? Yeah, there's a sea lion in a zoo in Spain that's been so neglected that seaweed has started growing on its coat, and people there believe that it's dying now off on its own. What are the steps that zoos are taking to prevent something like that from happening? Well, every organization, every you know geographical area, like here in the United States, we have the Association of Zoos and Aquariums, AZA. Uh, in Europe, they have the European Association of Zoos and Aquariums. All good zoos should be accredited by those facilities, and those organizations pretty much do what they can to avoid any of that happening. My suspicion is that this is some roadside attraction, neglecting the animal. Hopefully, through the power of social media and awareness, people are not going to let that happen, and changes will be made there. Uh, uh, I don't believe, you know, seaweed doesn't grow out of a, a sea lion. Uh, it might be algae or something on it, or it may have gone swimming and gone into seaweed, and some of it stuck to its back when it came out of water. You got, you know, a lot of this stuff you got to take with a grain of salt. People sometimes see things and they interpret it the wrong way. But if the animal is, in fact, starving, not being cared for, you would think that there would be some human compassion, whether it be somebody who sees it or a guest or somebody is going to report that on social media. There's going to be some kind of uproar, and somebody's going to go save that animal. Are sea lions the closest thing that the sea has to dogs? Yeah, I would think uh, sea lions. Any of the pinnipeds, the seals, the sea lions, um, you know, even sea otters in, in some way, uh, probably the closest thing, yeah, that what you have to a dog. Justin. Good analogy. Justin, you're on. It just seems like they'd be fun to play with. They're, they're not dangerous at all, right? What? Are you out of your mind? They can be incredibly dangerous. Some of the worst injuries that some of my friends have experienced working uh, with animals in captivity have been from sea lions. They will, they will tear you up like hamburger. Jesus. Put it on the pole. <laughs> Put it on the pole. Have you ever seen the skull of a sea lion, Dan? Not really. It'll, it'll, make, it'll make most dogs look like a, a hamster. Put it on the pole, Guillermo, at Levitard Show. Did you know that uh, a sea lion would tear off your face like hamburger? Not, 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 not would, could. There's a big difference, Dan. Stop putting words in my mouth. It has the capability of doing it. If it feels threatened or feels whatever reason it's going to be aggressive toward you, yes, it could, it, it could kill you. It's a really strong, fast, powerful animal. Justin, you're on with Ron McGill of uh, Zoo Miami. Go ahead, Justin. Hi, Ron. I was wondering if wild cats purred. Like, was that uh, cheetah purring when it was in your bed? <laughs> wild cats, some of them do purr. Probably the biggest cat that purrs is the cheetah. A cheetah will purr. It's so loud, you'll think it's roaring. It's like a... I mean, people actually think it's roaring, but it is a purr, and the cheetah can do it very loudly. That's how my father snores. I'm not even making that up. Uh, Greg, you're on. With, uh, Greg, you're on. You're on. Uh, Greg, what do you have for Ron McGill? That's you, Cody. Your name oh, is. Okay, you, you introduced me as oh, if I were a guest on the phone. I got to defend um, Cody here. That was a little weird way to bring him into the It was weird, right, Mike? It was, man. It was, I got your back. You're usually right. bad, but that was Thank it. Was like he was on, it was like he was on line six. Yeah. I mean, Greg, you're know, on right? ESPN Radio. Exactly. What do you have for Ron McGill, um, Greg? Hey, Ron, on a, on a serious note, if I may, four Zoo Miami workers recently tested positive for COVID. I'm wondering how they're doing, and I'm also wondering how. 
how zoo traffic has been since you guys reopened? You know, zoo traffic has been pretty good, uh, Greg. I got to be honest with you. We are at about 80% of what the same attendance figures were last year, which is better than most other facilities in the country. Most other zoos are only around 50%. Uh, and yes, we have had four uh, employees test positive for COVID-19. Uh, fortunately, only one of them had any direct public contact. And fortunately, all of them are home recuperating. None of them have had to be hospitalized. They're all fairly young, um, which seems to be the trend here in Florida that, you know, it's, it's the younger generation that seems to be testing positive lately. Uh, through contact tracing, we've had to also send home several other employees uh, to get tested, and they won't be allowed back to work until their tests come back negative. So, you know, this is an ongoing fluid type of thing, but we have 500 employees here at the zoo. It's a huge facility. Uh, so uh, to me, it wasn't a matter of if, but when this was going to occur. And, and having the, the numbers that have spiked in Florida within the last couple of weeks, it's not shocking to me. Um, fortunately, like I said, they are recovering at home. It's not serious that they required hospitalization. And now we have to wait uh, for the other employees that they had close contact with to see the results of their test. Tony, what do you have for Ron McGill? Hey, Ron. Uh, obviously, coconut crab has the strongest grip per capita. Could it grip onto a plane and fly somewhere? God, I love these listeners. Something man. on the wing. Uh, um, I, I theoretically, I, I, theoretically, you would think they could grab onto the plane and hold onto it. However, once the plane reaches a certain altitude, which of course is going to plummet temperatures, the crab is going to freeze, let go, and plummet to the ground and shatter into many little pieces. Uh, Matt, you're on with Ron McGill of Zoo Miami. Go ahead, Matt. Hey there, Ron. I have a golf question. If Tiger Woods, Jack Nicklaus, and Greg Norman all turn into their animal nicknames, a tiger, a bear, and a shark, who would win to become the goat? Oh. <laughs> Well, the bear is out. I don't think the bear is going to beat the tiger. The, the, the tiger, animal-wise, is going to be the most formidable pre- predator there, assuming that the tiger is fighting the shark on land. But if the tiger is fighting the shark in the water, it's going to be the shark. You know, the bear is just going to be a spectator here, guys. I'm sorry, the bear is not going to win on either of those cases. He may hold himself up against a tiger, defend himself against a tiger, but he's not going to defeat a tiger. Having said that, in the water, he's done with the shark. And the same thing with the tiger. The tiger in, in the water is going to be dead. So if they're playing on a course with a lot of water holes and a lot of hazards, maybe uh, I'd give it to the shark. I think he's talking about an actual game of golf, and I feel like the bear is is perhaps best suited to stand over a ball, swing it, you know, like a human would, and hit it 575 yards. Uh, uh, well, Stugatz, in that case, in, in that respect, yes, I agree with you 100%. If you're just going to put a golf club and you're saying they're playing golf, but I said, I thought you were saying, you know, the guy is saying, if the mascots, if the nicknames went after each other on their own, you know, on their own strength just to defeat each other to take each other out of the game then it's going to be the tiger or the shark depending on in or out of the water whereas the bear again is just a spectator give them the golf clubs i'm going with the bear agree with you a whole hundred percent uh ron how can a shark swing a golf club (laughs) ron thank you (laughs) put on the pole guillermo can a shark swing a golf club (laughs) goodbye guys see you later ron again i want you to imagine this all right (laughs) there are no weather reports nobody knows anything about weather but primitive man is just walking around and he thinks the thing he's got to worry about the most is sort of a saber-toothed tiger but then off in the distance for the first time a bolt of electricity hit something <laughs> and then then seconds later a thunderous sound that makes it seem like god is angry so the construct of this is lightning hasn't appeared for roughly 25 That's years right. i still want to see a shark swing a golf club yeah Speaking of swinging golf clubs, that is not what Hawk and Crowder are doing today, but they are taking a vacation day. So Dono, Solana, Jay Fig, and myself give you a little cheers, too, next on the Best of the Joe Show. 
This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, Hawk and Crowder. They are away, but while the cat's away and the mice will play, Dono and Solana filling in. That means that I get to join in with them and Jay Fig to give a little cheers to courtesy of Funky Buddha. Funky Buddha, always so good. Go check out the tap room. They're doing the social distancing. They're making it great. And we're doing it great right here. Oh, I thought there was more to that. There we go. There we go. And now, put them up for Cheers 2. I'm going to give Cheers 2. I'm giving Cheers to Charlie Strong. I want to give my Cheers to Cheers to everybody that showers. Brought to you by Funky Buddha Brew. Cheers to everyone that showers is one of my all-time favorites. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So before we get to the phones to give our listeners a chance to win a $50 gift certificate to Funky Buddha, you'll hear from Alex Solana, Dan Day, Jay Fig, and me. I'll start. Guys, I am giving my cheers to Netflix. I guess I was expecting a glass clink. But anyway, all these streaming services, Netflix, HBO Max, Amazon Prime, You know, they have really helped me and a lot of the great people out there get through the past three months plus of pandemic, right? From from Tiger King to Ozark. I'm a huge fan of the show Dark. It's a very deep science fiction German show. I love it. Oh, my God. There's the Don Draper phone. There There it is. is. Cheers to that. Cheers to Don Draper. Cheers to my landline. (laughs) Oh, man. But I, I went cheers to Netflix. Solana, what about you? Guys, I'm giving cheers to Jimmy Butler. Now, if you thought I was going crazy over Cam Newton's workout videos, you have to check out Jimmy Butler's Instagram story right now. Dude is rocking a Udonis Haslam bloody eye court culture shirt. So much culture in that IG story that I'm losing it. TJ Warren isn't ready for all this culture, Dono. So cheers to Jimmy Butler. Dan Day? Yeah, I'm going to give my cheers to all the beer companies that partner with professional sports teams to make sports just that much better, including Funky Buddha. Of course, they are the official beer of the Florida Panthers. I also saw yesterday Biscayne Bay Brewing, now the official beer of the Miami Marlins. They made a Miami Marlins lager. What's better than sports? Sports and beer. So Funky Buddha and all the beer companies that partner with professional sports team to make the world a better place. When we get back to normal, cheers to you. Well said. And Jay Fig is going to hop in for a cheers, too. What up, Jay Fig? Hey, so I'm excited to say my cheers, too. I had it first at air conditioning because it's so hot outside and my car blew out, like the air conditioning. But I'm going to change it, and I'm going to say cheers to people who can actually pronounce February, Solana. Yes! See, uh, that's Jay what Fig happens. Trying, <laughs> Jay Fig trying to own me, but she mispronounces February. Uh, no, I, I, I didn't. R. I don't hear the R. Say it you again. You don't have to hear the R. You don't. And, and yeah, the R's silent. It's yeah. silent. No, see, see, that's see, the that's how much you don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, it's not. It's it's February. Hawk and Crowder have taught me well. February. Nah. It's definitely not February, though. I can guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. I'm way Dolly. closer. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's go to the phone. 786-360-0790. I know uh, people are excited to vie 
for the $50 Funky Booty gift certificate, a great prize. Let's go first to Keith in Coral Springs. What's up, Keith? Hey, guys. How's it going? What's up, man? Uh, first of all, I'm going to give cheers to my son, Kobe. He is a uh, 2020 grad from Stoneman Douglas. Oh, congratulations. Uh, I appreciate awesome. that. So besides him always keeping his head up and being positive, losing out on his senior year, uh, you know, no, no prom, no graduation. His 2020 uh, baseball season came to an end and stayed positive through it all. But there was a silver lining. He was drafted uh, by the Baltimore Orioles wow, in this year's draft. And we're heading to Baltimore on Sunday for him to sign. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Congrats, Keith. That's really cool, Keith. And Toby. Yeah, cheers to that, man. That's amazing. A strong, strong start. I, I don't know how you beat that, right, Dono? I, I mean, that's a DJ and Lori are gonna have to come up with something that big because that's that's that might be the best cheers too we've ever had. I think. Seriously, let's see what DJ in Miami has got. What's up, DJ? Hey guys, good afternoon. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about giving a uh, cheers to to uh, you know anybody uh, involved with those uh, food programs, you know the park chair, you know getting all the food out to all those uh, you know needy families. Uh, you know, right now, getting, uh, you know, helping them out with, uh, you know, getting them all the food, getting some food on the table, you know? You know, the, the phone line was so bad. Oh, hold on. I, so, so I, DJ. I, I, I think he, so, he's giving cheers to anyone involved in uh, helping feed people who, uh, 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 helping feed people across South Florida, I believe. I can respect that's what, that's, that. Yeah, that's what I took from it. I like it. Thanks, DJ. I don't know if that was just my connection or his or what it was. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Lori in Palm Beach Gardens. What's up, Lori? Hi, I have two cheers. First, Mark Cuban, who was the first one who made a commitment to pay the arena workers, and it was after his commitment that other teams and players stepped up. The second, second cheers is to my daughter, who just graduated med school and now is on the front lines in Pittsburgh at Children's Hospital. Oh, that that's fantastic. Frontline work. Okay, she, wow, she's doing great work. Lori, uh, congratulations to her and to you. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, she had to virtually graduate, but it's great being on the front lines. And also shout out to my husband, who is a doctor also on the front lines. So I have two on the front lines that I worry about all the time. Oh, I can imagine. Awesome. Thanks so much, Lori. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Solana and I, we both have significant others that, you know, work in the medical field. So we certainly worry as well. Uh, let's go to one more. Lenny in Weston. What's up, Lenny? Hey, guys. I'm going to go up, with uh, my cheers goes to the at the movie segment and especially to Jay Fig with her mozzarella sticks <laughs> uh, ratings. Yes. I yes. love it. It gets me a movie to look for every now and again. And who doesn't love mozzarella sticks and Jay Fig's voice? Yeah. That's Len- oh, fantastic. Dono, I, I see what Lenny's doing there, and, and it's a great uh, cheers, too, because J-Fig is so excellent. The problem is J-Fig doesn't vote in this segment, Dono, so I don't know, <laughs> I don't know uh, if, if Lenny if Lenny's play I is going to work I think Lenny here. hit it right on the money. Yeah. Thank you, Len. <laughs> I, I wonder, like, uh, and J-Fig, you probably hear from listeners on this. Do you get the sense that a lot of people actually watch the movies along with you? Like, they, they hear your assignments, and, and they watch the movies every night the way that you do? Because that, that's a pretty fun thing if people haven't seen these movies actually yes i get a lot of dms or comments and people look at my movie reviews and they determine what they're gonna watch the next day or that day so it's pretty cool love it all right so let's review we have uh, strong candidates although I, I gotta say keith is gonna be tough to beat so keith's son 
2020 MSD grad. So, you know, he and his classmates have been through a lot the last couple of years. You know, in addition to the tragedy from 2018, also lost the end of his senior year due to the pandemic. And, and Keith's son was drafted by the Orioles. Uh, did, did, Solana, did he say he was a pitcher? Or, or did I, 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 don't, uh, I, I don't remember, but uh, regardless, being drafted into the yeah. Major League Baseball right now, like incredible accomplishment. I mean, yeah, and they, they had that really short draft too, so that, that is right. incredible. Uh, DJ offered cheers to everyone who's been involved in food sharing and some of these great food drives to people in need. So certainly that's a big thing. Lori, well, Lori had a few, but I, I, I'm going to stick with her her daughter and her husband who are frontline medical workers. And her daughter just graduated from medical school and is now in the front lines, you know, working with, uh, with COVID patients and being exposed. Same with her husband. So that, that's a huge one there. And then we had Lenny, Lenny, who went cheers yes. to... J Fig and J Fig at the movies, so strong candidates. And I, I don't know, Solana. I don't know if we're gonna have a unanimous vote for the first time in, in however long, but I, I can't go against Keith. Like all those were strong. Uh, and, and a shout out certainly to Lori as well, with two frontline workers in the family. But the story from Keith about his son graduating from MSD and getting drafted to the Orioles. Like I, I'm gonna go with Keith for this one. He gets my vote. Yeah, Keith uh, uh, definitely deserves to win. I'm going to keep it interesting, though. I'm going to go Lori in Palm Beach Gardens. Whoa! Uh, right, I'm going to put the pressure on Dan Day here uh, because I normally get the pressure put on me, so I'm going to put the pressure on Dan Day, whether it's between Keith or Lori. And, and by the way, Keith texted. Uh, his son is a third baseman, so if, if I missed the position there, it is third baseman. But Dan Day, Dan, you have the deciding vote. Who takes home the $50 Funky Buddha gift certificate? Man, I love Lenny and I love Jay Fig, but it's out of my hands on that one. Lori, much respect, much love to your family members who are fighting the good fight. But man, baseball and beer, I've already talked about how much I love sports and beer. Keith, you're getting the beer and you're getting the baseball and love yeah. the Orioles too. Yeah. Strong, really strong. So congratulations, Keith in Coral Springs takes home the $50 Funky Buddha gift certificate. And and this was strong. Like this was a really, really strong day for Cheers too. To, thanks to everyone who called in. Cheers to you for listening. Let's do it again tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. The best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.